Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, we all agree that uh, nobody likes spiders, ants, mice, or frankly, any other pests. Well, Edge gets rid of all that. They create a clean, safe, and pest-free environment for you and your family. Let's pause 10 seconds right now for Station ID on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Radio, 107.9 FM, KUMT, Randolph, KBYU FM, HD2, Provo, and Sirius XM Channel 143. A light rain falls into the fourth quarter here in Provo. BYU leading it by a score of 23-7. First play of the fourth quarter coming up. It'll be a second and seven for Utah at the BYU 22-yard line. Micah Bernard has 105 rushing yards tonight, 50 of them coming on a play just seconds ago, moments ago, here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Last week's rushing star for Utah was Tavian Thomas with 107 yards, and tonight it's Bernard with 105 and now it's a steady rainfall at Lavelle Edwards Stadium with 15 minutes to play. Looks like rain's coming through, passing through. Riley, what do you see? Yeah, it's uh, it's a small little, I got the little radar up here on my phone and it's a small little pocket that's uh, just passing over Utah Lake. Looks like it may hit us for the next 5 to 15 minutes. Yeah, I tell you what, Greg, this rain's actually, it started off as a little drizzle, but it's coming down. The raindrops are thick. Um, I mean, this could potentially change the layout of the game a little bit. Field's going to be a little wet. Handball's going to be slippery. There's going to be an extra uh, effort to protect the ball in these conditions. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. And the Cougs have done a great job protecting the ball. Zero turnovers tonight. The last time BYU beat Utah, it was a zero turnover night. In every succeeding game, all of them losses. BYU's turned the ball over at least once and has averaged more than three turnovers per game. Jaron Hall's BYU's leading rusher, by the way, 64 yards on six carries tonight. Here we go. We're back in. 15 minutes on the clock. Charlie Brewer in the gun. Micah Bernard right hip. Tight trips to the left. They get in on Brewer and bring him down. A sack on the play. Keenan Peely among the first and a four-yard loss. On second and seven, it'll go to third and 11. BYU brings a bunch and gets home on Brewer. The players are making plays, but I cannot say enough for the performances of the two coordinators for BYU. Aaron Roderick on that last drive was masterful, and the blitzes that Elisa Tuiaki has dialed up for this BYU defense have not only been timely, but effective. Tremendous call on that second down on the last play. And now it's the next and latest defensive play of the game for BYU. Third and 14 from the Cougar 29-yard line. Ball between the hashes for Brewer. He's got Bernard. He's got trips left and a single wide right. BYU brings five. It's a bullet. It is... Oh, it's deflected and incomplete. Oh, Peyton Wilgar almost had the pick. He almost had it before it dropped to the grass. And so now Utah brings out the field goal team, but it'll keep it a two-score game. It can only make it 23-10. to It's 23-7, and Redding has already missed tonight. And now he's got the rain to deal with. This is uh, is a big-time play. Really quick, going back to Wilgar for his second pass deflection at the line of scrimmage. He measures 6'3", 235, but I would bet he's one of those long-armed athletes as he's got a real skill for batting the ball down. He's missed from 49. He'll try from 47. The kick on its way, and it will be... Through for three in the rain at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Through the raindrops. 
47-yard field goal. And Utah makes it a 13-point game. 23-10 is our score. 14.07 to play here in Provo. Well, it adds to the drama of it, of it all, right? I, who knows how long this rain will last. Mitch told us, and, and I can see it as you're looking at it in the light. This looks more than a sprinkle in the reaction of the crowd. People are rushing out to see if there's any ponchos for sale. But great hold by that defense. The key play was the blitz on the second down that set them up for third and long. They happened to convert on the field goal, but, you've, but as you've already pointed out, Greg, it remains a two-possession ball game. If I'm the offense, I'm, I got them huddled up on the sideline telling them, who cares? We're not trying to maintain our lead. We're trying to extend our lead. Let's keep the momentum that we built on the last drive and build upon it and go get some more points. 46-yard drive, five plays, 131 off the clock. It ends in a field goal that makes it a 13-point game. It's a downpour here in Provo now. 14.07 to go. And we're talking sheets of rain right now. I give Utah a lot of credit for making that field goal between snap and hold and kick. How much will this play into the final 14 minutes? Because Utah still needs two touchdowns at this point, right? Correct. They, they need two touchdowns. And if this becomes a weather game late, oh, how will it play for both sides? Again, the Cougars need to take care of their own business. First and 10 at the BYU 25 and a 13-point lead for the home team. Looks to me like Tyler Algier time. This is when your big boys up front and your big bruising running back who's had a great night, you huddle them up and you say, let's go, we're putting it on your backs. The Cougs have won their last three in a row, went ahead or tied after three quarters. They lead into the fourth and they go pistol with Tyler Algier behind Jaron Hall. The handoff, Tyler, it's all ball security now. It's a stop and a restart and a nice little run there. Oh, they, How are these spots going tonight, Riley? That appeared to be a five-yard gain. They mark for four. That far side, the BYU sideline linesman has been a yard to a yard and a half short on every spot I believe, in my opinion. And by the way it's worked for BYU because he's been an equal opportunity offender. It's just been poor, stingy spotting all night long. They go to four yard gain for Algier. Clock runs and again, BYU need not be, unless by design when going tempo, in a particular hurry here. The play clock is at 10. And you can still say that even at 13 minutes, the play clock being wound down can be a factor in your favor with five seconds they snap they hand off to Algier and leans back after being spun around and again a spot that I don't think is great short it's another short spot that's a three yard gain when I thought it was four someone needs to tell him it's not where his knee goes down it's where the ball is when his knee goes down yes so it's a massive third down Riles and our listening audience it is third down and three the play clock is at 24 the game clock is now under 13 minutes Every chain mover, every new set of downs, every third down converted, one step closer to ending years of pain for Cougar Nation. 9 of 15 on third downs. Third and three for BYU. Hall goes under center. They motion Hobbs Nyberg. A trip by Jaron on the handoff to Algier, and he'll run out of room to the near sideline on a loss of yardage on the play. And that was a stumble on the handoff, and BYU goes three and out after Utah kicks the field goal. Yeah, that was one of those uh, James Empey got pushed backwards and stepped on Jaron's foot as he turned around to hand the ball off. i got to be honest, Greg, as much as I'm disappointed in the three and out, yeah. I'm just glad that didn't end yeah. with the ball on the ground. Yeah, you see a quarterback stumbling on the handoff in a wet game and bad things could happen. As it is, Utah has done its job. Points and a three and out. Ryan Rico will kick it away. 
through the rainfall, which is slackened somewhat here at Lavelle Bridge Stadium. It's not as heavy as it was a minute ago. Snap, good handle by Ryan. And now is the time for a cannon. Pretty deep. Two receivers back for Utah and room for Devon yeah. Valance. A 20-yard return with almost no contact and a 25-yard kick punt return to the 45 of Utah. Wow. Sometimes Ryan Rico is almost too good and too deep. And that was one with two, rece- uh, two returners back. Maybe... The Cougar cover team was a little off balance as to who they need to cover. But either way, Vele with a nice return. And Utah's in good shape in a 13-point game. They're on the comeback trail. Can the Cougars put some roadblocks in their way? Come back with us and find out as we continue. 11.46 to play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU 23, Utah 10. The Cougar defense standing tall all night will be asked to do so again on the new skit. BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At home, trailing Stanford, Cardinal leading 28-13 in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, it's Arizona State on top of UNLV, 27-10. Back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Jason. Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update here in our Built Bar, Built Bar broadcast booth. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, Shep up here. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field where it feels like that heavy, heavy downpour lasted all of five minutes because now, if not stopping, it's lightened considerably just in time for Utah to pick it up first and 10 at their own 45 after a 27-yard punt return. Two big, big returns from Utah tonight on big, big punts from Ryan Rico, but the net is what the Cougars are not getting off of Rico's long leg tonight. So, defensive series of the night kind of feels like right here in a 13-point game. Utah, first and 10. Brewer's shotgun. Bernard, left hip. Audible by Brewer. Claps the hands. Belt high snap. Hand off Bernard. Bernard running really well. That's a first down and runs through tackles, and he is good. That's 20 yards worth of good. Give him an 18-yard run, and now the Cougars cannot stop. Micah Bernard. Yeah, they brought the house there. They, uh, it, it was a run blitz. The difference between a run and a pass blitz is you're not crossing people all over the field as Utah Tempo's into this new first down. Brewer goes gun. 11.20 to go. BYU's lead 23-10. to 10. Brewer forced out to the... Oh, it's a drop pass. As he's forced out to the right and throws on the boundary to Solomon Enos, and that's a, that's a drop with a flag on the play. Will that be defensive holding or will it be in the Cougars' favor here? You don't like where the flag is. I, th- I think the receiver went out of bounds and then was the first one to touch it, even though he didn't catch okay. it. Number 21 of the offense went out of bounds on his own, returned inbounds, was first to touch the pass. This is illegal touching. Lost it down at the previous spot, second down. That's why Riley's sitting to my left over here. Riley Nelson with the proper call, and it'll be second down and 10 from the BYU 36-yard line. Time and again. The Utes make a play or a series of big plays, and BYU's defense finds a way to keep the Utes out of the end zone or without points altogether. They go empty. Brewer's got trips on the left side. Doubles on the right. He's in the gun, and BYU brings just the four at this time. Underneath, complete to Covey, and tackled by Peely after Bywater overran him. And it'll be third down and four. And now with the clock at 11.04 and trailing by 13, maybe... The Utah coordinator, Ludwig, and head coach are thinking four-down territory here. I think it's got to be, Greg. Third and four, Utah at the BYU 30. 10.50 remaining. Well, they have two plays ready to roll. 
Ball far hash, Utah right to left as we see it and you hear it. Brewer claps the hands, takes a helmet high snap, settles in the pocket, steps up and fires complete and for a first down. Cole Fotheringham with his first catch tonight. Utah needed four and got five. Tight end, first down, and 25-yard line of BYU first and 10. Clock stops, chains move, and now it runs again. 10.25 to play. They motion Vele to strength right, handoff middle. It's Pledger this time, stacked up and dropped as Pledger spun out of one tackle. He was driven back, and they gave him a nice spot. That's a, that's a better spot than I thought he got, and that's a gain of three on first and 10. I thought it was a two-yard gain. Yeah, that third down was tough uh, prior to the first. They, Utah hurried up, obviously, in the handoff on first down. Fotheringham, who's a big body, did what we call the post-up route. It's like uh, it's like the big man in basketball getting down on the block and calling for the ball using his big body to shield defenders. BYU plus two in turnover margin. Getting to plus three might be a game winner tonight. Second and seven from the BYU 22. Brewers under center with Bernard. Eight yards back. Stretch to Bernard. And nice run. First down and more. Runs through tackles again and again and all the way into the end zone. That's a 22-yard run that appeared to be stopped multiple times. On Bernard's way into the end zone, he has been unstoppable. And now we're about to see a one-score game. Micah Bernard has been Utah's biggest and I would say only bright spot uh, for this Utah Utes offense as on that play... You mentioned, Greg, earlier that uh, you know he has the 150-plus yards. I would say close to 100 of them have been after contact, which that's two things. One, that's his skill, but two is poor tackling by the BYU defense. Reading PAT is up and good. Well, the heavy downpour came on a series BYU went three and out on, and around it, before it and after it, it's Utah scoring. And so much like last week, we see the opponent put together 10 straight points. Went from 23-7 to 23-17. Arizona got back in the game on 10 straight points. And now the Cougs will have to answer again. We go to break with 9.31 to play. Cougar Nation uneasy as the lead is down to 6. BYU 23, Utah 17. The Cougars need, you feel, at least one more score. 9.31 to play. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you by Smith's. Smith's has all your fresh game day grilling and tailgating faves. And when you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make make your game day great. Smith's fresh for everyone. Last week in Las Vegas, BYU led Arizona 21-3. The Wildcats scored 10 straight points to make it a one-possession game. Then the Cougars responded with a field goal, the score needed, to push it to 11 in a game the Cougars won by 8. Now here tonight, BYU led 23-7. 10 straight Utah points, making it a one-possession game. It's 23-17, and the Cougars may again need that one score that they got last week. They need to do it again to ideally and hopefully come up with the winning margin. But Utah is on the comeback trail. They've outscored BYU 10-0 in the fourth. A 16-point lead after three is down to six. Kickoff Utah. In the air. Sidewinder. Touchback. It'll be BYU first and 10 from the 25. Drive of the game right now for BYU. The offense went three and out in the driving rain a moment ago. 
Now with the rain stopping. It's time for the offense to get back in gear. First and 10 from the BYU 25-yard line. The Cougs lead by six on a clean night so far. No turnovers for this Cougar offense. And they forced two on defense and have scored six points off those two turnovers. Will they be the decisive points tonight? Cougar Nation hopes so with every fiber of their collective being. Pistol. Hall trailed by Algier. First and 10. Hand off Tyler. Small gap to the right. He exploits it for a gain of five. Look at the spot again. It'll be four. It'll be a four-yard run. Okay. Second down and six for BYU. The Cougs are running the ball and the clock. It's at 9-10. It will be under nine minutes when the Cougars snap second down. Greg, if I had to use one word to describe Michael Bernard's last touchdown run, it was determined. He broke three tackles on his way to the end zone. BYU needs a similar performance from some player, be it Jaron Hall, Tyler Argier, or one of the many uh, wide receivers. I'd sure like a second, uh, uh, first down on second as opposed to third, but they won't get it. Algiers going to push the pile, but it'll be an also crucial now. Third down again. This will be BYU's 17th third down try tonight to just eight for Utah. The Cougars get to third down a lot. And this will be third down long one. They used Hall for the sneak last week to great effect, but usually in third and short tonight, they've gone shotgun. Mason Wake's also in the game, although he's in the wing position. They've handed it off to him sometimes in the fullback. BYU still three for three on third and one. They go pistol. Third down and just a single yard needed to move the chains. The handoff. No, it's a keeper by Jaron. And busted out to the far side. Jaron Hall, midfield and more. There he goes. 40, 30, 20, 10. He did it. He scores a touchdown on third and one. A 66-yard touchdown run and no flags. Oh, oh. Did they call him out? Is he out? Did they say he stepped out? Did he step out? on the field as the runner stepped out of bounds at the 48-yard line. First down. It's still a first down and not a touchdown. That would have been a house call and maybe a game winner. Oh, wow. And he was off to the races. And I'm not sure that there was anyone forcing him on the boundary. He took an angle toward the sideline. Did he step out? He was being pressured that way before he cut back in. And apparently the last cut took him out. And so from the Utah 48, first down. Handoff Katoa this time. Runs into a pile that pushes for a good five or six. Should be six, and they spotted it at five. Or maybe even four. That was a longer run than that. Yeah, I agree, Greg. But great push by the offensive line. I mentioned deterministic running. Great effort by Lopini on that last one. Oh, man alive. A touchdown taken away on a step out by Jaron Hall on the sideline. And they didn't even look at it. They just went back to the line. So... It's a four-yard run for Lopini on the next play. Second and six, clock running. 7.20 to play. Cougars not yet in scoring territory. Cougars resettle. Hall throws a swing screen to Katoa, makes the catch, shoots a gap, and has a first down. Great play. And another. We've seen a really nice touch on those swing plays from Jaron Hall. He throws a really good ball, really easy to catch. Receiver catching it in stride. Moves him forward, and the Cougs move the chain. Seven minutes and counting. BYU first down and 10 at the Utah 35-yard line, almost scoring territory. And Riley, one score may do it, field goal or touchdown. Most definitely. You mentioned Jaron with the 
great rhythm on those uh, on those swing throws. It helps as a quarterback when you're kind of breathing heavy because then you can't get all amped up and jitter. You have no choice but to throw a nice soft ball out there. Play clock is at 7, 6, 5. Snap, Jaron. Quarterback draw. Starts inside, busts outside, and he gets to the boundary again. Pushed out, but a first down. A first down run of 10 on first and 10. The Cougs move the chains, and now they're in scoring territory. So after an 11-yard run, he smacks himself on the helmet. You think, oh, why would he be doing that? That, to me, tells me that the coaches had this BYU offense in burn mode, meaning do all they can to stay in bounds. He didn't realize that they're going to wind the clock. The clock is running, ticking 6-19, 6-18. This should get under under 6 before they snap it again. Yeah. If they play their cards right. BYU 23, Utah 17. First and 10, Utah 25. Play clock at 10. Game clock at 6-06. Field goal range, but the Cougars want more. Jaron's under center. They motion Neil Pau'u from right to left. Play fake. Set. Fire seam. Collins! Batted down incomplete. Oh, he had the tight end on the seam, and it's just incomplete. It would have been a first down and might have been a touchdown if Devin Lloyd doesn't bat it down in front of Isaac Rex. Greg, we mentioned in the pregame, Devin Lloyd is their key. He's their captain. He's their preseason, you know, all-pack 12, maybe even preseason All-American. And he, he bit on the play action and in recovery made a great play to get his fingertips on that ball. Stops the clock, 5.54, second and 10. Hand off Algier. Oh, gets to the second level. What a run. There he goes. 15-10. It's a big first down. A 15-yard run on second and 10. That's not an easy run. He was stacked up. He was bottled up. He was wrapped up, and he got out, and he moves the chains with 5.42 to go. Patience and strength. He got in there in the mix in the middle of a big scrum. It almost looked like a rugby scrum, and yet somehow emerges on the other side. He had, as I'm watching the replay, Utah's defenders had grabbed onto his jerseys, but the power of his lower body was able to break their grip for the 15-yard gain. And now you've got first down and goal from the 10. The clock at 5.15. The play clock at 5 seconds. Pistol with Hall. Handoff Algier. Algier, another punishing run of five yards. They'll spot it at four at the six-yard line, second and goal from the six. The clock will get under five minutes. They're in chip shot range for Oldroyd. A field goal makes it a nine-point game. A touchdown might be a deal sealer. We shall see. 4.53 to play. Play clock at 20. Game clock at 4.50. Aaron Roderick's calling a heck of a game, and including how he's running the clock and managing it here. No question, and Jaron's done a great job of being poised. He's communicating effectively to his linemen up front, making sure that there are no pre-snap or procedure penalties. Flawless execution so far. And as I say that, we have an offsides by Harris, or a false start false by Harris Chance. Offense, number 76, five-yard penalty, still second down. I wasn't on the field, Greg, but I can almost tell you for certain that Utah did the bark and shift. And, he, and we bid again for the second time this game. Eighth penalty against BYU tonight. Eight for 75. Second and goal from the 10. So wipe off the Algier five-yard run. Second and goal from the 10. It's simply imperative, and I need not even say it. You have to come away with some kind of points on this drive. Absolutely imperative. 4.15 to play. Play clock at 10. Hall swing to the far side. Katoa, a one-hand haul in, a little too far in front of him, and maybe a yard as he's forced out of the far boundary. So just off balance, too far in front of Katoa that time. 
and it'll be third and goal from the nine. BYU's up six. Field goal makes it a nine-point lead. Touchdown gives you a 13-point cushion, and we've got 3.45 to go. The play clock's at 20. Touchdown might just do it here tonight. Can they find it on third and goal from the nine? They'll go pistol. Algiers behind Jaron Hall. Play of the night for BYU. Trips to the right, the wide side. Algiers shifts up to Hall's left hip. Handoff yeah. Algiers. Did, did Utah jump? A substitution. There was confusion by Utah. Might go from third and nine to The third. defense was not allowed to match up to the substitution of the offense. Please reset the play clock to 25 seconds. The clock will start on my signal. This is a warning for BYU. But the flag was thrown, was it not? A flag, a flag was on the field. Yeah, the linesman, but then the referee waved it off. He had no other option but to yeah. signal to the ref. That's what he was, okay. What was interesting about that is the umpire did back away from the ball. He was over okay. the ball for the substitution. Third anyway. and goal now from the nine. Third and goal from the nine. 3.26 to go. Algier to the right hip of Jaron Hall in gun. Twins to the right. Tight end right as well. And what do we have now? Timeout BYU. Timeout BYU. Timeout BYU. They're second of the half. Okay. Timeout on the field. I don't know what play call they have, but Utah had a defense, and they were bringing the heat. And uh, I don't know that BYU was prepared for it. All right. We'll take a break. And we'll ponder what a third and goal play call might look like for BYU from the nine-yard line with 3.26 to go in a game the Cougars lead by six. It's BYU and it's Utah. Could it be anything other than a one-possession game down the stretch? We'll take a break. Cougs up six late on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the Flame Grilled Meats, Seafood, or the award-winning Unlimited Salad Festival, dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. Well, you can't get BYU-Utah anywhere else, goes without saying, and they always seem to do this to us, give us a thriller. It sure would be nice if for the first time in 12 years, BYU ended up on the right side of a thriller. 23-17, Cougs have led all the way in this one, and they lead with a third and goal from the nine-yard line. It's been a career night for Jaron Hall in rushing, 92 yards, career high. Tyler Algier, career high, 20 carries. And it'll be Algier in pistol formation with Hall on third and goal from the nine. Ball, far hash. BYU going away from us left to right. It's a six-point game, 3.26 to go in the fourth quarter. Third and goal, nine-yard line. Play of the game right here, right now. Motion to right. Handoff, middle, Tyler, and it's going to run to the four-yard line between the hashes, setting up fourth down. Timeout, Utah. They're second and a half. So they're putting it on the foot of Jake Oldroyd. They're saying give us a two-score lead. Oldroyd, who did not kick last week in Las Vegas, saw his role for the night occupied by Justin Smith, who made... A 40-yard field goal to help seal the deal for BYU. Well, now it's up to Jake. And it will be officially a 22-yard try. Almost straight away. It's almost a PAT. 
It's a yard and a half away from a PAT. The ball's almost directly between the hashes. It's essentially a point after try. This we've got to think about, Jake and, and, and Ryan and, and the snapper, Britton Hogan. Just treat this like a PAT. You do this all the time. Here you go. A PAT that will count three. Simple as that. The snap, the hold. Kick on its way. And it is through for three. And the Cougars take a two-score lead with 3.17 to go. Jake Oldroy makes it 26-17. to 17. And the Utes get the ball back seconds from now. Needing now two scores to win this game. We have timeout on the field. Cougars 26. Ute 17. 317 to go in Provo at a sold-out Lavelle Edwards Stadium. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time now for a Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. For every Cougar point scored this season, Smithfield Foods and your Utah Pork Producers will donate delicious, nourishing protein to the Utah Food Bank for families in need. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah families in need. Visit porkcares.org. And that scoring drive for BYU, 71 yards, 12 plays, 6-14 off the clock. Man, that was masterful. And Jake Oldroyd kicks a 22-yard field goal to end it, 21 officially, 21-yard 20 yard field goal. That is his 15th straight field goal make for BYU. That ties the all-time BYU record set by Owen Pochman 22 years ago. So it's a 22-year record. It's a 12-year drought. The Cougs last beat Utah in 2009. They are 3 minutes and 17 seconds away from victory if they can keep Utah from scoring 9 points. 26-17. BYU leads it, and Jake Oldroyd will kick off. Never a big enough lead, never enough points, and always too much time left, it seems, right at this minute. But hey, the Cougs have done well to take this one almost all the way. Can they seal the deal here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That's a touchback for Oldroyd. No doubt about that one. Utah out to the 25-yard line. BYU's defense on the field. And the Cougar fans at Lavelle Edwards Stadium are rising as one in support of their D, needing a few key plays to help win this one. Michael Bernard has far and away been the best player for the Utah Utes offense. In a situation like this, I don't know that you can turn around and just hand the ball off to your running back. So I kind of like that the circumstances of the game take out their most productive player tonight. Empty for Charlie Brewer. And the Utes have come up with a bunch of big plays tonight. BYU will bring three. Drop eight. They get pressure anyway. Hit as he throws. Far side. Catch made. And Theo Howard out. Shy of the line to game, but the clock will stop as he was at the boundary. So it's a great throw by Brewer. That was under duress. Man in his face, and he throws an eight-yard completion to the far sideline. It'll be second down and two for the U. The clock now rolls at 3.03 and counting. The clap of the hands, the snap to Charlie, the setup and fire. It's low and caught at the 40 by Solomon Enos, and Enos will be out to the 44. So just like that, Utah moves 19 yards in two plays. 2.55, clock stops, chains move, clock runs on the official signal, 2.50 to go, BYU by 9, Brewer in the gun, first and 10 at the Utah 44, 
flushed out to his left, throws to an open man at the boundary, out of bounds as he makes the attempt. It'll be incomplete. Clock will stop. Second and 10, Utah. Second and 10 at the Utah 44. Clock stopped. BYU by nine. Credit to the front three of the BYU defense. Brewer, I mean, they haven't they haven't been close to sacking him, but they are getting him off his spot and making him feel uncomfortable. They just did a line change on the defense, brought in three new players, fresh legs to to keep up that kind of pressure, making Brewer feel uncomfortable so he can't sit back there all day. Brewer, shotgun, trips left, twins right, empty for Charlie. BYU brings three. Brewer looks downfield, throws at the boundary. Again, a catch ahead of the line to gain. Jalen Dixon gets eight. Same play as a moment ago. Eight-yard gain. It's now third down and two for the U. Clock stopped on a step out. 48-yard line of BYU. They need the 46. Brewer goes gun with Bernard now to his right hip. Two receiving options to either side. The clap of the hands. The settle in the pocket. The throw. Dropped! He dropped it! He had a first down and he dropped it. Money Parks was not money on that play. He drops a first down pass. It'll be fourth down and two. And Utah must go. And this is the ball game, potentially for BYU. A stop here. And the Cougs can all but kneel out the clock. They can't all the way. But in a two-score game, it's all but over. On a fourth down stop. Fourth down and two for the U. At the BYU 48, Charlie Brewer shotgun. Micah Bernard left hip, tight twins left and right. Takes a helmet high snap, pumps, fires, goes. Incomplete, incomplete, far sideline. Intended for Brent Covey, too high, too hard. And the youth turn it over on downs with 2.17 to go. He just sailed that baby. There was no pressure. He had Covey open. Covey's the closest guy. was probably three, four yards away from Britton Covey, their longtime sure-handed slot receiver. Brewer just did not set his feet. And uh, I think the nerves and the, the bigness of the moment got to him in BYU's favor. BYU's offense will take the field with 2.17 on the clock and a nine-point lead. The 12-year, nine-game drought is almost over. Jaron Hall settles his guys down. Pistol. Snap, Jaron. Handoff, Algier. Algier drags tacklers. Just hang on to the ball, young man. He'll drag tacklers and then shoot out of the pile for a seven-yard gain. The clock will run, and Utah can stop it one more time. Here it is. Utah, their final timeout of the half. 30 seconds. So essentially... The Cougs are a first down away from being able to experience victory formation against Utah for the first time in a long time. Because remember, the last time they beat Utah came in an overtime one-play winner. And the time before that was, uh, well, that was two years, two years prior, yeah, 2007, two years prior, and that was also, yeah. That was, da- that was definitely not a victory formation situation. Yeah. So it's been a while that BYU's been able to actually take a knee for a win over the U. We might see it tonight. 2-11 to go. Second and three for BYU. Well, Kyle Whittingham said it himself earlier this week in his press conference when asked about the streak. You know what he said? He said, nothing lasts forever. Waxing prophetic, Witt does in his old age. 26-17, BYU the lead, 2-11 to play. 
Snap, Jaron. Handoff, Algier. Can he move the chains? He needed three. They gave him two. <laughs> They're just not going to get the friendly spot tonight, are they? But we do know this. With Utah out of timeouts, if BYU gets a yard, this game is over. If BYU gets one yard, they can kneel out the clock and end nine years of misery. In this great long rivalry, no team has ever beaten the other as many as ten times in a row. It gets to nine, but it never gets to ten. Well, the Cougs are one yard away from ending it at nine and swinging it back before a two-year break in this rivalry. Here we go. Third down. Long one. Pistol. Snap Jaron. Hand off Tyler. He's got the first down. It's a game over. The Cougars will win it. 1.22 to go. The chains will move. And it's over. The game is over. The streak is over. You know what that reminded me of, Greg? In 2007 when Harvey Unger ran in that touchdown and he ran over the Utah defender to seal the game by getting into the end zone. Tyler Algier on that last character on that last carry absolutely demolished, road graded, steamrolled the Utah defender trying to tackle him at the first down marker to seal the victory for the Cougars. Two words I've waited a long time to say: victory formation. Jaron Hall takes a knee. He'll do it one more time to make it official. 38 seconds to play. Well, Cougar Nation. For BYU and all of its fans, it was Big 12 weekend. And after a 12-year wait, it's a big win for the Cougs over their in-state rivals. 10 is not coming. The streak ends at 9, and there's no better time to call Cougar Nation home. Tonight's final score will be BYU 26 and Utah 17. One more snap will do it. Jaron Hall takes the snap, takes a knee, and the Cougars win it! The Cougars win it! And here come the fans! Still flooding onto the field, Greg. The pile just keeps growing and growing and growing. At a sold-out Lavelle Edwards Stadium, the fans continue to leave the stands in the thousands. To join the Cougars on the field for the first time since 2009, BYU 
defeats Utah. And they keep on coming. And they keep on coming. Wow. I tell, you, I tell you what, Greg, what a big play for BYU Nation here in the stadium. Every single fan was bought in from the beginning. They brought the energy all night. When the rain came, not one of them left the stadium. They were here to see this victory. What a moment for all of Cougar Nation. Almost the entire field, almost the entire field is covered in BYU fans here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And Greg, the student section's only about half empty. I, every <laughs> single one of those students over there is fully intent on getting their piece of action on the field here tonight. Well, it's the happiest of celebrations. And with this, with this many people on the field and Utah players and fans trying to leave safely, you just hope that Everything stays safe for everyone involved, as tight as things are down there. But it looks good. It feels good. Hope it sounded good. Because BYU's defeated Utah to go to 2-0 on the season. A stellar effort from so many. And we'll say it again. The last time BYU beat Utah, they were turnover free. And over the next 12 years and 9 games, the turnover trouble was trouble with a capital T. Tonight, turnover free for the first time in 12 years and a win for the first time in 12 years. The Cougars were plus two in the margin and it might have meant everything tonight as BYU scored six points off the two turnovers in the game. They win by nine. BYU 26 and Utah 17 is our final score. Wow. I feel like I want to head down to Mitchell again for a quick second to see if there's anybody wearing a uniform that might be in his vicinity to get a thought from before we break. And maybe Mitchell will let us know if that ends up being the case. But trying to get even near a player right now would take some effort because of how many fans left the stands to surround the team. And, and this is, I know it's only the second game of the season, but I hope everyone listening and watching realizes why this all happened here tonight and why we're seeing this outpouring. This game means so much to so many and to have to suffer for more than a decade while forging a lonely road of independence at the same time. It's been hard. And tonight's reward is very sweet. And BYU earned it in every way you possibly could. Yes, there was adversity. Some of it self-inflicted. And some of it because Utah's an excellent football team. But the Cougars withstood, and they withstand in the end to win it by a score of 26-17. to 17. The Cougars outgain Utah 
The Cougars put a century mark rusher on the field to match Utah's. The Cougars scored in every quarter tonight. The Cougars did not turn the ball over a single time. And BYU defeats a ranked Utah team here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium by a final score of 26-17. to 17. Utah falls to 1-1. One one. BYU goes to 2-0. and oh. maybe, hey, BYU, maybe BYU takes Utah's place in the top 25. We'll see. Mitch? Yeah, I'm here with Tyler out there. Tyler. Hey, Tyler, talk about this moment. It's feeling like. Yeah, oh, you know, it was, it was a long time coming, you know. You know. All of us really just bought in, and, you know, it's just uh, just great. You know, it's just a great feeling. You know, everyone's just excited. We, everyone played freaking offense and defense and special teams. We all did our thing, and I think that's why we got the dub. Talk about the defense's performance. They came up made some big stops, you and the offense, to give you a chance. How about their heart tonight? No, it's, it's literally not, not a surprise to us, really. Like, they lean on us, and we lean on them. You know, it was just a team effort, and I think they really came in clutch. Hall had a heck of a game leading this team to victory. You surely brought the punch with, you know, the rush game. Your offense was prolific. What went into the performance you had here in the offense? Honestly, I would say that we started off slow, but, you know, we really wanted to pick it up, and, you know, we just really, really just stepped on stepped on the gas, and, you know, that's, that's the dub. Our offense really just, just came in clutch, came in clutch, and, you know, did what we were supposed to do. Any last thoughts for Cougar Idiot? Let's celebrate it. Thanks, Tyler. Congrats. All right, Mitchell Jurgens with Tyler Algier. Tyler tonight, 109 rushing yards. We'll take a break. We'll come back to Provo, where the fans have left the stands and are celebrating, jumping as one to the beat of the music here in Provo. BYU defeats the Utes by a final score of 26-17 to 17 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so we are back at Lavelle Edwards Stadium where BYU is a nine-point winner over Utah tonight. 26-17 is your final score. The fourth quarter started ominously enough with Utah outscoring BYU 10 to nothing. But as was the case last week, it was almost a carbon copy where BYU needs a field goal to, to make, it, make it a two-score game. They did it against Arizona. They do it again against Utah tonight and end up with a key three late to win it by a score of 26-17. to 17. At the break, it was 16-7. to 7. BYU had a nine-point lead, and the Cougars took that lead from 9-16, to 16, from 16-7 to 7 to 23-7. They did so in the third quarter. It was a beautiful drive. It was 357 off the clock. It was 69 yards over 10 plays. And the final play in the drive was this one. 23-yard gain for Hall. He's in shotgun. First and goal from the four. Jaron stepping to his right. Looking, looking, stopping, firing. End zone. Touchdown! Touchdown, Gunnar Romney! Gunnar Romney, who was probably not expected to play, if you would have asked anybody midweek around BYU, he got his knee hurt in the Arizona game in Vegas and was left the game on crutches. I'm not sure that he practiced very much at all this week and then found himself on game day saying, I'm good to go. And Gunnar Romney ends up catching a touchdown pass in the third quarter to make the score 23-7. to The Utes would score 10 consecutive points as part of a string in which they scored field goal, field goal, touchdown on three consecutive drives. So BYU needed three more points to seal the deal. And then ended up being just shy of a PAT. It then it goes as a 21-yard field goal for Jake Goldroyd when a PAT is 20. So it looked and felt like a PAT, Riley, but it meant more because it meant three points and not one. And here's how it sounded. The snap, the hold, kick on its way. 
and it is through for three, and the Cougars take a two-score lead with 3.17 to go. Excellent work by Jake Oldroyd and the kick team to make it a nine-point game, a margin with which the Cougars would finish in a 26-17 decision. Jake Oldroyd with the final points of the night. BYU outgains Utah 380 to 340 yards. BYU outpasses Utah 149 to 147. BYU's string of games with 200-plus passing yards does come to an end tonight at 28 games. No bother. Rushing yardage, BYU. And I'll tell you, man, how often does a Utah team allow 231 on the ground? That's tremendous. That is outstanding. Utah, so stout in the ground game. And BYU had to grind it late. That was how they're going to win this game, by moving clock and gaining yards on the ground. They go for 231, including a buck 9 from Tyler Algier. Penalties, BYU survived 8 of them for 75 yards. BYU more first downs, 21-15. to 15. On third down, the Cougars had 19 of them tonight and converted 11 of 19. Utah, 2 of 9. Utah 0 for 2 on 4th. BYU 1 for 1 on 4th downs. The Cougars snapped 25 more plays than Utah. 76 to 51. At halftime, the Utes were on pace for 50 plays. They snapped 51. The Utes averaged more yards per play tonight, but the Cougars' offense was on the field longer, and the Cougars scored more. The possession time to BYU plus 12 minutes almost. Another sign of the ability to physically carry a game against a stout Utah team, and the biggest number of all, zero in the turnover column. First turnover-free game in 12 years in this rivalry, and that was not coincidentally the last time that BYU beat Utah. In 2009, Max Hall was your starting quarterback. In 2021, Jaron Hall was the starting quarterback. It was Hall ball for the win for BYU. Riley? Before we break and send it over to Jason Shepard for Cougar Post Game Live, what can you say? Well, Max was here with his son Rex, who's 11 years old. I'm just hoping we don't have to wait till he's here playing for the Cougars for the next victory. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that, this, to me, this was huge because it was going to be a two-year hiatus. There's a scheduling gap. So while we snapped the streak at 12 years, it, it was going to be 15 if they didn't get it done here tonight. But from, from the outset, from the focus that you could observe on this program where they could have get caught, gotten caught up in all the Big 12 noise and all that, they, they were quiet about that. You didn't hear any comments about that. And then you also didn't hear any bulletin board material, anything like that. They were just in there, in the lab, working on their craft, getting ready for this game plan, which they came out and executed to perfection. I mean, th- there really is something to no self-inflicted wounds. And we there was a couple tenuous, you know, maybe a couple minor ones with the late hit out of bounds and a couple personal fouls and, and some things like that. But they didn't, th- those aren't momentum swinging plays where you know a pick six takes what would be points for BYU and gives them the points for Utah they're things that are very easily overcomable I cannot say enough about well I this really was a team win and I imagine our post-game presser and all of our interviews we're going to hear a lot about that because I think that's something truly genuine about this team but I can't say enough about Jaron Hall the poise that he showed the composure that he did and to your point Greg I mean I know we had Taysom 
but when you have a threat on the ground like Jaron Hall, that's how you amass over 200 yards rushing against a traditionally stout Utah defense. Tremendous game plan, tremendous leveraging your strengths by both coordinators for BYU, and it resulted in what was a win that was a long, long, long time coming. BYU 26, Utah 17. That's our final score. They will not play again until the year 2024. And when that game happens, BYU will be playing in the Big 12. It's a big week and a big weekend for BYU. We're glad you've been a part of it with us. We'll continue our night as we take a break and come back with Jason Shepard with Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.